Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Welcome into the show. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Jonathan Von Tobel. Paulie is out for the entire week, and we're broadcasting live as always from Circus Sports uh, at the Resort and Casino here in downtown Las Vegas. We will talk props with Doug Crawstein coming up in five minutes. Uh, K props that he likes today, and how do you, how is he uh, approaching the Hawks player props tonight? With potentially again no Trey Young, although I think he's going to play. And certainly on the Buck side with player props with what I think is going to be a team without Giannis tonight. And JBT, again, yesterday on the show when Matt and I were doing it, the Bucks were four and a half. Mm-hmm. The total was 220. We were telling people that 220 was too high of a number. Uh, we were surprised it o- didn't open around somewhere around, two, or said that it was probably going to get closer to 214 or 215. That's exactly where it's at right now in that range. And the Bucks are now laying two. We don't really know much more about Giannis right now, and I'm surprised by that. Yeah. You know, I thought for sure we were going to come in today and we are going to know the status of him. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? And I don't know. I would actually hope that it comes out at some point this morning. Is it going to be a game-time decision with Giannis after what happened? I, I would think so. I know that uh, I think it was Sean Sharanyu reported that he's going to be doubtful, right, for this game. Sure. Which leaves the door open, and I, and I think he's not going to. But I, what's fascinating is the market stance on this, right? You mentioned the, the initial four and a half, and people might think, like, that's a really big drop considering the numbers they were laying in Atlanta, there's a strong case to be made that the market kind of got a little too strong on Milwaukee when they were on the road. So you take it at face value from the two home games that you're talking about, eight and eight and a half at home, four doesn't seem like that big of a drop considering what Giannis is worth. Sure. So now that you're down to two, 
this is a number that tells you that he's not playing in any way whatsoever. And if he does, does he go back up to the four and a half? Because again, you always make the joke, Mitch. We don't get the Street Fighter Mortal Kombat bar above the he- the head that tells you how healthy he is. Sure, sure. Right? Like, where what's he going to be at with it with an injury like that in terms of his production? Okay, so I mean, if let's let's say in the next half an hour, Woj has a bomb, mm. says Giannis is going to play. This number will will tick back up, but does it? You don't think it's going to go back to four and a half? I mean, it, I don't. I don't think it should. Don't think it should. Yeah, yeah. It, there's that's a the part I agree with. Right. Yeah, it, it, it might, and that's the market overreacting. If that's the case, you know, and it's, especially if we know that Troy Young's playing, give me. I'll take a shot there with Atlanta, just because we don't know the health status of him, and I think we can kind of agree that, given the fact that Troy Young was almost going to start. From a health perspective, you think one guy's closer to being fully healthy. It's going to be Troy Young yep. than Giannis Antetokounmpo. And then outside of that, what's going to happen? But no, I, like, I think the market would potentially get there. I just don't know if it should get there. Yep. And I can say this because I, and I, I can't prove it, right? Mm-hmm. The Bucks were not winning that game the other night, even if Giannis doesn't get injured. They were down by 10 when he went down. Yes, and they were down the entire game. It was a, it was a total no-show from Milwaukee's side in that game. They were down by, what, 30, they had 38 points at halftime. Mm-hmm. They were down by 13 points. Like, I'm fully convinced the Hawks were going to win that game regardless. And so that was without Trey Young. And you saw how well that team responded. And then once Giannis went out, and again, how, how is the team going to react? It's always tough to gauge that, right? Do they actually step up and come back and win the game, or do they get blown out? The Bucs said, nah, we're going to wave the white flag, basically. 12-2 run from the second he went down. Right, just like that. Yep. Boom. So, I'm with you. If this number goes back up, Giannis plays, I would be on the Hawks. I might be on the Hawks anyway. Uh, we will go over player props, K-props in baseball with Doug Crosstein, picks-wise uh, contributor. And also, how is he breaking down this Bucks hawks Matchup tonight. We'll ask him coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Tampa Bay Lightning take a two games to done lead over the Montreal Canadiens at the Stanley Cup final, winning 3 to 1 yesterday as a $2 favorite. Game three Friday in Montreal, Lightning $1.35 road favorite. Canadiens plus 125, 5 over the total. Giannis Adetokounmpo, doubtful for the Bucs today with a hyperextended knee. They're a two-point home favorite against the Hawks. Game five of the Eastern Conference Finals. Bryson DeChambeau, the defending champion, plus 750 to win the Rocket Mortgage Classic that tees off today at the Detroit Golf Club. Jacob DeGrom of the mound for the Mets, a dollar 65 favorite of the Atlanta Braves, plus 152, six and a half under the total. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Makes vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Boss and Polly Howard. Good to have you on board today. Go check out the new feature on vcin.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds and what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. Check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all of the odds data and analysis for every game as well. Start your next sports bet at vcin.com. Doug Crawstein joins the program to begin uh, this hour today, uh, contributor at PicksWise. Follow him on Twitter. He is at 
prop bet guy. Does a great job in uh, baseball, the NBA, football as well. Doug, good morning. How are you today? Hey, guys. How are you? Doing well. Before we get into some of the K-props that you like this morning, uh, it's, it's tough, obviously, getting a read on some of these props uh, in the basketball game tonight. Hell, they're not even available at most sports books. Um, but how are you kind of analyzing and breaking down this game with or without potentially Giannis and then the Hawks? I think we're going to get Trey Young tonight, but who knows? Yeah, it's, it's a good question. So I, I think I, I believe I do the same thing that the books are doing. I kind of have contingency plans for both ways for now for both teams, whether Trey plays or he doesn't play, whether Giannis plays or he doesn't play. Um, I kind of like the situation from a player prop standpoint because, you know, the series at, you know, we're in the sixth game now or the fifth game, sorry. It gets a little mundane at that. At usually when you get deeper into the series, because um, you're seeing the same lines over and over. When you have these added wrinkles, obviously I want to see the superstars play as a fan, but, you know, as a prop better, um, it'd be added wrinkles sometimes give you some edges that, you know, we hadn't seen earlier in the series. So um, I'm pretty much coming up with contingency plans both ways, and I'm letting the dust settle. I'm not going to act usually until I have some concrete news, um, whether those guys will play or not. Yeah, so you're not going to jump the gun this morning and force a bet on, let's say, Middleton under 27 and a half. Right, exactly. Because if Giannis doesn't play, you know, I think that, you know, that line is pretty high, but mm-hmm. it's still within the range of outcomes that I see happening um, if he's the go-to guy tonight. Have you consistently been betting a player or two in this series? Or did you bet, like, the same player over and over in the Suns-Clippers series? Did you find, like, an edge at all in the Eastern or the Western Conference Finals? Yeah, so you know, um, in the west on the western side, I played eight and a few times. Um, I played Chris Paul a few times. Just the line seemed a little soft with with those guys. With this Bucks Hawks series, the Bucks specifically. I know you guys were just talking about it. The Bucks have been so inconsistent with their effort. It's been harder to um, kind of ga- kind of gauge them as as a whole. Um, you know, players are you know in and out seemingly each game and. Um, it's just been a little bit tougher for them all pl- for me all playoffs to really get a hold on that team. Um, you got to think it's game five series is knotted up, you know that they show up tonight. But you would have thought that uh, you know they would have showed up in game four to try to to try to bury the Hawks without Trey Young. So it, it's been a little tough because you need that effort if you're going to yep. you know, focus in on a player prop. And Doug, I think what's interesting too when you analyze you know some of these players in terms of their roles without Giannis, right? You know, for example, a Chris Middleton type. Yes, you know, there might be more attempts, but that also means from a defensive standpoint, the Atlanta Hawks are keen in a little bit more as he's probably the lead go-to guy. And they also become a little bit more of a jump-shooting team. So the role as a team changes, but the defensive game plan for the other changes too. And I, I don't think that's really considered a lot when you're talking about adjusting a lot of these numbers. 100%, yeah. And one thing we saw from the Hawks specifically is, yes, Lou Williams, you know, he played, he looked great. Um, he's not the best defender in the world, mm-hmm. but they utilize Cam Reddish a lot. And Cam was on was guarding Chris. He was guarding Drew a little bit. Um, he was fantastic defensively. He made a huge difference. And that Hawks team was swarming defensively. Um, you know, no disrespect to Trey. He's obviously, you know, their MVP, but he's not the best defensively. Um, without him on the court, I think the Hawks were a little more versatile and able to switch a little more defensively. Um, so yeah, the game plan changes both ways. Yep, yep. I'll tell you what I like tonight. I'm finding uh, out... Here, uh, you can get creative, and I saw a points bet that uh, Clint Cap- Capella is minus 112 to get a double-double. 
if he plays, and I know he has like the eye issue, but if he plays, it's not, I don't think he's going to be playing only like 15, 17, 18 minutes and with potentially no Giannis here, you know, Capelli to get a double-double at minus 112 just seems like a really good number. It is. Um, the only thing that gives me pause is, is if there's no Giannis and he's been guarding Giannis, is he'll probably be matched more with Brook Lopez, yep. who kind of just hangs out in the corner a lot. Um, so it might draw Capella away from the basket a little more. I know he didn't hit 10 rebounds last game. Um, I do like his point total a little more without Giannis clogging the lane. Um, I think he gets there with rebounds. I think it's a good bet for, for yes to a double-double, but um, that's just one thing that gives me pause. Okay, very good. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Doug Crawstein. Follow him on Twitter. He is at PropBetGuy. Uh, works at uh, PicksWise.com. Okay, so for baseball K-Props today, um, DeGrom is 8.5. So I don't know if you want to get involved with anybody like DeGrom going today, Corbin Burns is going today. But on the flip side... You know, the, the Mets sticks don't exactly give him a lot of run support. And Ian Anderson has been pretty damn sharp, like three of his last four games, even going back before then. Um, what do you think of Anderson at five and a half tonight? Yeah, so he's, he's a lean today for me on the over at five and a half. Okay. And, and the only reason why he's a lean is just I'm monitoring the weather. Um, it's supposed to rain all over the East Coast today in Atlanta. Um, the weather doesn't look great tonight. So I'm, I usually hold off until I get a little more um, certainty with the weather because the last thing you want if you're playing it over is for weather to stop the game and the pitcher to kind of lose his outing after a few innings. Uh, but yet, like you said, Anderson, he's a different beast at home. He's hit it. He's hit over five and a half, six of the seven um, home starts. The Mets, they don't give DeGrom any run support, but they've also been, they've also have the third highest strikeout rate in the last two weeks as well. So definitely like Anderson today. Okay, very good. You like yeah. that over five and a half. All right. Um, yeah. I see what I'm doing. By the way, this first five total in the game, Doug, is two and a half. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I, the, the Grom's first fives have been just you know money over the last couple of years, obviously. But two, this is the the second two and a half I've seen now in a first five total this year. That's crazy. Yeah, I, I think books are starting to catch on, and and uh, I mean, I think they caught on before, yeah. but they didn't realize how low they had to put this line, but. Yeah, it's uh, look zero zero is the most likely outcome in a round pitch game after five innings, seemingly. It's nuts. It's it, absolutely it, nuts. It is pretty nuts. When yeah. factored into it, of course, is the other side too. And Ian's been absolutely incredible in terms yeah. of what he's been able to do. But two and a half is shaded to the over. I get it, but two and a half is one of the lowest totals that you're going to see. Yeah. Are you doing anything with Burns at all today? He's going for the Brewers. No, I'm no. Stay, I'm staying away from him. He's he's uh, you know he's. He hasn't been Superman over the past few starts. Um, you know, he's got a tough matchup today. I'm kind of waiting him out to see if he can kind of reclaim his dominance. Um, he's been good, just not great lately. Yep. Yep. I think he's hit his under in, in each of his last three. And with a tough matchup today, I'm, I'm staying away from him. Maybe the best pitching matchup on paper today anyway is uh, Twins against the White Sox. Brios takes on... Uh, Rodon, who is suddenly now creeping closer to Garrett Cole in terms of the odds to win the American League Cy Young every day. People have told me this week, look at Barrios to win the AL Cy Young. Uh, Barrios' K-prop here is 6.5. Rodon is 8.5. Who do you like here? Yeah, so I actually like Barrios on the under today, under 6.5. Um, for his career, he lower K-rate on the road. I think he strikes out uh, batters 10% less rate. Uh, a 10% lower rate on the road. Um, he stayed under this total in six of his eight road starts. 
The White Sox, obviously a very potent lineup. Their top 10 batting average versus right-handed pitchers and at home. Um, and they've only allowed one pitcher to get seven or more strikeouts. One starting pitcher to get seven or more strikeouts in the past three weeks. Um, so Barrios, obviously, he's you know one of the better pitchers, like you said, in the American League. But, um, you know, potent lineup. I, I see a lot of outs here for the, for the under to hit. Very good. Uh, anything else that you're looking at today in baseball? Or I know you said you're waiting on the basketball game tonight as well, obviously, for a little bit later on today. Yeah, I mean, so for basketball, I like if, if Giannis is out, I do like Drew Holiday's point total. Um, he, you know, without Giannis on the court, 6% usage bump, um, averages almost 25 points per 36 minutes with him off the floor in the regular season. His point total I'm seeing at the books that do have it up or was hovering around 22 and a half. So mm-hmm. um, if that holds with Giannis being declared out, I do like that. Um, and then if Trey's declared out, I, I like Bogdanovich again. Um, mm-hmm. He was the high usage guy for the Hawks. Um, but again, I, you know, Trey seems a little more likely to potentially play. You know, if we get that news, I think the books will completely wipe the, you know, the props off the board. And yeah. I'll be back to the drawing board in terms of what I'm looking at on the Hawks side. D- Doug, really quick, you know, I, I think I've noticed with like what's offered up at points bet, for example, the numbers seem to skew toward obviously Giannis not playing. And if that's going to be the case, uh, what do you think of Middleton and Drew Holiday in terms of their output together? Because Middleton is heavily favored in like a head-to-head matchup with uh, Holiday in terms of points. You can get a nearly two to one on Holiday in a matchup like that. That kind of stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah. I think I I I like Holiday tonight. I think yeah. he's going to have the easier defensive matchup. Like you said, I think the Hawks are really going to key in on Middleton um, and kind of clog him. I actually think I actually like Middleton more as a distributor tonight. Um, his assist totals do kind of creep up when he is the high usage guy. Um, so yeah, if you can get two to one on Holiday to outscore Middleton, if Giannis is out, of course, um, that's something I would definitely look at. Very cool. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at PropBetGuy and also read him at PicksWise.com. Doug, thanks so much for the time today. Good luck tonight. Yep, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yep, there you go. Take care. Again, Brios under six and a half against the White Sox. Ian Anderson over five and a half. You liked that angle as well with Anderson uh, the Braves going out against the Mets today. Right? You, had a, you had a good point during the break mm. when you said that angle of you know, taking on DeGrom, you know what you're facing sure. when you're the opposing starting pitcher. You get a little bit more ramped up, a little bit more juiced up because you, you know that you're going to have, if you have any chance, you have to match him pitch for pitch the entire way. Yep, 100%. You see that mm-hmm. match, by the, and by the way, too, really quickly, uh, that prop, plus 160 on Holiday in terms of that head-to-head. plus 160. Yeah, head-to-head with Middleton in terms of points. And as he just said... With no Giannis, makes sense for Drew's point total. Usage rate goes up by 6% um, for Holiday's total to go over. So if he would go over 22.5, 23.5, that would tell me, and Middleton's number is 27.5, which I think is very high. Right. If if Holiday goes over that point number, you're going to have, I think, a terrific chance of cashing that one at plus 160 then. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. This whole thing is fascinating. Yeah. All of it. The NBA playoffs this year, just a complete, I mean... Okay, what do you think about this? We kicked this around yesterday. Because my angle was, again, think about it before Giannis got hurt. I've been saying that this is, the Bucks as a, quote, favorite to win at this point, has to be one of the worst favorites that I've personally watched. And I don't know how you would break down like power ratings in, you know, baseball compared to a basketball team, an NFL, whatever. But the Bucks to me were just too inconsistent, couldn't trust them. Matt said, the, Matt Human said, the winner of the NBA title this year will probably be the worst winner we've had in 40 years. Think that's fair? 
I mean, I don't know. I've, I've always been kind of pushed back on that. Like, it sounds somewhat asterisk-esque, right? But I will say, like, like the Suns, for example, you could, I guess, theoretically say that, but they're still a really quality team. Like, they're, let's say if they, if they win it, right? They're a very nice team, yes. Right. They're a good team, absolutely. So, I think when you say that, you think immediately that it's a bad team. So I would, I guess, theoretically, like, if the path to get here, you could say that it is the worst team. Because, look, they were down 2-1 against the Los Angeles Lakers, if it is the Suns, right? If you were assuming that either... You know, uh, Antetokounmpo or Trey Young is injured going into that series and they win it. I can understand that because of the path that they've taken. So I'd have to go back and look at the the other forty teams in terms of right winning it. But I can yeah. see the the train of thought. And, and here's what I mean: my my gut says that the NBA basically until this year we haven't really had a lot of parity. Well, right, like, yeah, it, that's the other thing. You know, what I'm saying like the NBA for many many years. We would never even have a discussion like on the future market. Who do you like to win? Because there would be essentially no value. It's, you want to lay two dollars with the Golden State Warriors to win the title? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. Right. So that's and, and the one one thing that Barkley said many many times over before, like game opening night in the NBA, October 17th, whatever, yep. any year, he would say only three teams can win the title this year, and for the most part, he was generally right. Like it was either the Spurs or it was the Lakers. Or the Mavericks had a chance when they were really, really good. Then when LeBron went to the Heat, it was Miami, and then maybe it, it, another team that could have a chance to win. Overall, when you make the case that at the beginning of the year, five or fewer, fewer teams can win the NBA title, that had gen- generally been the case for basically 40 years. Yes. And, and when I'd say, too, remember, like I would I very much argue, before all these injuries took place, I was ready to take Denver as the Western Conference winner. Right, They had looked really great since yeah. the acquisition of Aaron Gordon. You know, The parody had sat in really early this year. There were six teams legitimately you were looking at, whether it was the Jazz, oh, no, no, the Nuggets, no Lakers, question. Clippers, yes. Yes. Uh, right, Bucks, and Nets. Like hey, there were a lot of teams that could have won this thing this year. So the pair, it's it's not just because of the injury that we have this unknown factor. It's obviously part of it now. Sure, but any one of those teams before the postseason started or before those injuries started to set in had a really good shot at this thing. And, and who knows if the Nets don't get injured? Yeah, you know that was pretty much the pick by a lot of you know people to win this whole thing. Hell, the Westgate took a twenty thousand dollar bet at fourteen to one back in October on that team. I mean, what, what's the series price against the Hawks if they're a fully healthy team? What's the series price Nets-Suns if the Nets are completely healthy? Oh, the Nets are well over $2, over $2 of course, against no the question. Hawks. Uh, maybe even three. You're probably talking yeah. about three. Uh, and then, yeah, against the uh, the Suns, over two dollars for sure. Uh, they would be they would open as a more more yeah, yeah heavier than a two dollar favorite in that yeah, match. Actually, now that I think about it, they're probably like a four dollar fifty cent favorite at least against Atlanta. Against Atlanta, yeah, yeah that probably would have been mm-hmm. because the Bucks opened up. They were a pretty big favorite, right? That was a, hu- a huge number yep. on Milwaukee. And, I don't know, I mean, uh, we have to get to, by the way, those Hawks tickets yep. that are available. We have yet to touch on that today. And uh, how that group or those groups are feeling, like, right now, <laughs> what do you think they're doing? Do you think they're just sitting by there? Are they just refreshing Fresh Twitter yeah. the entire time? Woj, please tell me, for the love Chons of God. Sean's Woj are on notification, right? Yes, Anytime absolutely. they tweet, you're running to go do it. Please know Giannis. Yeah. Please know Giannis is what they're saying today. Yep. Yeah, they're in a pretty good position, I would think. Huh? Uh, you're feeling great if you're there for <laughs> 100%. Because remember, some of those are finals. Some of those are Eastern Conference tickets. Yeah, yep. that's right. There was. Uh, we'll get to that because uh, the, the numbers are so big and how much money could be uh, potentially won on these Hawks tickets to either win the Eastern Conference or the NBA title here uh, before the show ends. And up next, we'll give you our bets for we're uh, on tonight, our action in pocket plays coming up here on Follow the Money.
From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. You're up. Time for In Pocket Plays. Uh, game 5. Bet this yesterday. Hawks Bucks under 220. That has now moved to around 215. And Clint Capella to record a double-double is minus 112, the only games that I'm on as of right now. Uh, yeah, so we'll go with that Yankees and Angels angle for me. Team total Yankees over five. You can get that, I think it was Boyd minus 112. Uh, look, eight pitchers used for the Angels yesterday. I know it's a quick turnaround for both of these teams. Might be a little bit more taxing for the East Coast squad, but uh, 
Canning's got some stuff coming for him, and a park like that against this lineup might be a pretty tough day. You you want to dabble on the Angels at forty to one to win their division? Um, at the window, they're actually, let me check. I bet them to, when they were rolling off wins left and right against the bad schedule, I took them at a, a futures price a little bit. To win uh, their to division? Win, to win the American League. To win the American League, yeah. okay. In case uh, he came back, but that's tough to catch up with those type guys at the top. Well, it's so weird. The Astros just got swept by the Orioles. Yep. I mean, wrap your head around that one for a second. And oh, by the way, we'll touch on this coming up. Matt Harvey, Jesus. I mean, it's it's You're a right. ba- it's a bad baseball week. When Carlos Martinez and Matt Harvey are out there looking like Cy Young. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. 42 to 1 to win the pennant in the American League. That's when they had won 11 of 16. Will they do anything at the trade deadline if they're close to making a playoff spot? History says no, which they should. If they're, if they're close, if they're like four games out of a wild card or something like that, right? Trout's coming back. You have to, but. Yep. All right, now here are the top horse racing plays for today from Express Bet Editor-in-Chief Jeremy Plonk at Ellis Park in Race 5. Jeremy likes number 3, Salino, at 8-1 to one in the morning line. Trainer Kelly McPeak's horses are aimed at the start of the Ellis uh, Park meeting, especially those in the maiden classification. This filly makes her second start after a seven-month break and should be more fit for, for the test. Win place bet here in that uh, race. And also at Ellis Park in number 8, Jeremy likes number 5, Surrealist at 3-1 to one on the morning line. Uh, a second, Kenny McPeak trained maiden to watch today at Ellis Park. As mentioned previously, her, uh, his maidens are aimed for this meet. This uh, Ellis Park turf plays faster and kinder to speed than Churchill Downs, giving this front runner the boost he'll need to get over the top after leading and just barely being caught in his last few starts. This is a win bet. You can get these races and more using First Bet, the preferred horse racing app of VSIN. With rage, uh, wagering on more uh, races uh, at over 300 tracks. Think about that. In AI-assisted picks, it is the easiest way to bet on your favorite sport with secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website, all brought to you by ExpressBet. Sign up today using the promo code VEGAS100 and get up to a $100 match bonus on your first deposit. Again, visit vcin.com slash horses for details. That's vcin.com slash horses. Promo code is VEGAS100. Yep, so Matt Harvey got it done last night. It was good. And actually... You know, the this is uh, the talking point of short-term betting success compared to long-term betting success. Mm-hmm. If you've only tuned into this show or VSIN like twice out of the last week and a half, you heard me making the case that you have to bet against Matt Harvey in certain ways. You've probably lost those bets both times and you think you're an idiot. Don't ever bring up Matt Harvey again. But if you've been betting against him in various ways the entire time, you are certainly making money and you are up on the season. And I actually, I'm glad to see that Matt Harvey has been okay once in a while Mm -hmm. because this could potentially mean the Orioles will stick with him as a game plan. And then that way we can keep betting against him. And long-term, this will pay off. And eventually when you keep doing this, you'll win long-term compared to having a, a, a short you know, roadblock that you hit. Right. When you're talking about betting seasons, and especially seasons like this, when you find an edge of a certain extent, it's about like playing it until you believe the edge is gone, and there's going to be some losses in there. You know, but for example, for me, during the regular season in the NBA, the market overreacted to the Nets losing when there was just James Harden out there, right? And so they were underdogs at home against Indiana, all these kind of things, and it's just, we'll bet them every every day, every day, every day, every day, until the market corrects itself. And that was really profitable. It's the same thing here. With you're going to have some bumps in the road over the course of a long season. But if you look, like 
four and a third, two earned runs, four hits against Houston. Like it's a it's, fine performance. Yeah, but we know what Harvey is and what he's going of to do. Of course, and and you know what? Maybe maybe he does turn it around and he over the next three starts, right? He pitches five innings and he gives up two earned runs, mm-hmm. and then it becomes a dead bet and you don't want to continue with it. But I would rather have Matt Harvey be good on occasion. To actually, this would be like um, false optimism, right? For the Orioles, oh, he's been okay. Let's not go to AAA and bring a guy up. What do we have to play for anyway right now? We're 50 games out of the race, so we'll keep throwing Matt Harvey out there. And if he goes for the next three months, I will probably keep betting against him somehow every single start that he makes. Yeah. You know, that same thing with Carlos Martinez. He was good against the Diamondbacks last week. Okay, fine. That means that he's going to get another start, and we'll bet him against him again. Yep. So, uh, on that note, uh, we'll talk a little bit about Major League Baseball today. I'm not going to tell you which league, but the starting pitcher with the highest war in his league is going today. Can you guess who it is? We'll tell you next. Don't wait days for your winnings. Cash out instantly with Bet Rivers' new feature, Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at Bet Rivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in play betting options out there. As always, get a $250 match bonus, fastest payouts, and only one time playthrough at Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer is valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. It's also available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 years old. I'd give myself a C minus for the T's going into a break. Need to brush up on it a little yeah. bit. Because I could I should have said. You're good with the teases too. I should have said, I left DeGrom out. Yeah. It's not the pitcher with the highest war not named Jacob DeGrom is going today. He's going to the American League. I think if you gave uh, your buddies, if your baseball, you know, betters, fans out there, whatever, three guesses at it, I don't think they could get Nathan Avaldi for the Red Sox. Yeah has the best war in the American League. That is surprising. On fan graphs, his war is 2.9. Garrett Cole sitting at 2.8. And uh, you have guys below that in the American League. Rodon is on that list, um, among some others as well. Mm-hmm. But this Red Sox team now, as you look at it in the American League East for three months, obviously I think when people, when they started off red hot to begin the season, some people thought, well, this is going to, you know, this is not going to last. They're going to fade. They're going to go away because they're not very good. Well, here they are, and I have a ticket on them at a pretty nice price. I think 22 or 23 to 1 to win the American League East. And they're playing some good ball. And uh, Avaldi's going today, and not... What was the price on that? You guys just posted the number up there? It's... um On the game tonight? Yeah, on the game tonight. Sorry. I got I'm, Boston on my screen right now. 230, 250? Oh, 230, okay. No. Yeah, yeah. Heavier than what I thought then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's been... His numbers overall are... Like, if you look at the underlying stuff, JBT, not as great as a guy like Tyler Glasnow, who's out for the year the way it looks, Shane Bieber, who's been on the IL, Chris Bassett, who I mentioned earlier, but still not awful. His ERA is 3.67. The FIP, how about that, is 2.64. Yep. So a, a better number to tell you the true point of where Avaldi is on the season. Strikeouts not blowing people away, only 8.34 Ks per nine, but he does not allow home runs. That's the biggest thing. Man. Right. Yeah, exactly right. He's, you know, the walks are, it's fewer than two per nine. And he's actually been a little unlucky with the Babbitt at 330. Yep, the, the, the ground ball, the fly ball ratio, solid. He's keeping the ball down.
But that's the thing for me that has stuck out because if you go back through some of his numbers, especially his first year in Boston, he's given up over two home runs every right. nine innings. Right. Uh, but now keeping the ball down and getting some, and even a little bit of luck, but this is by far a career low, which is good in terms of his home run to fly ball ratio. It's only 5.2%. He's barely given up those fly balls, and when he does, they're still staying within the park, not giving up a bunch of hard contact in any way whatsoever. And I think to your point about when you talk about the staying power of Boston, why there was some doubt, think about the names at the top of the rotation that they're getting quality performance. No, I know. Right? I know. Ivaldi, Garrett Richards, like, oh, there's a couple of these guys you're scratching your head. Like, is this really sustainable? Pavetta off to a nice start. Pavetta, like, over the course of an entire season. And they are still at this because I, I think if you ask anybody, you still like this lineup as a whole. This lineup is to. still like, one of the better ones in Major League Baseball. So if you're going to still get these performances out of guys like Ivaldi for the season long perspective, there's a reason why they're at the top of this division. Now, it sucks, too, because I got that raise at plus 275 to win that division, and it moved pretty quick, and it looked like they were going to run away wow. with it, but uh, they cannot get on a winning streak to save their lives. Well, that I mean, everything with the raise took a big hit yep. when Glasnow went down. I mean, that because now, and he was on pace to potentially win the Cy Young, and I have, put it this way, I have maybe the best bet that I made this entire year was after I just I looked at fan graphs, I looked at all these projections throughout the year. I made it probably back in February or March. I bet Glasnow at thirty-five to one to have the most strikeouts, and I I I know the injury history here, obviously, but his case per nine are absolutely off the charts. And at thirty-five to one, he's still sitting there, like at the very top or near the top of the most strikeouts in the entire league. And he's been out now for what three weeks? Mm-hmm. He's missed like three or four starts already. Like that ticket was absolutely live to pay out at the end of the year. And, you know, so many pitchers have been injured so far to kind of, like, open that up, including him. But I think that that was a really good bet. It's just, like, your race ticket, really good bet. Yeah. But when you when you take Glasnow off that rotation to couple it with uh, Charlie Morton no longer there and Blake Snell on the pod race, yep. like, they can, you can survive a guy leaving, two guys leaving. But when you have, like, all three from a World Series, uh, you know, team that made a run last year... At some point, that's got they're an awesome organization. At some point, that catches up with you. Yep, and then that, as their lineup continues to kind of trickle down the standings in terms of some of the, like the offensive statistics, right? Way to run is created plus hovering around like middle of the pack right now. You bring up a, a Franco because you need a little bit more pop in the lineup. Yeah, it's it's been a it has been a tumultuous fall. So they can still do it. I think they have one of the better managers in baseball, and they can have enough pieces, and especially with the struggles of others. But with the Blue Jays catching some steam now too, and winning some games, and they've won eight out of ten, right? It looks a little dangerous for Tampa Bay. It's early, but yeah, you know, so, sometimes the the best bets that you make are, you know, losing tickets at the end of the day, end of the year, whatever. I remember I had a George Springer MVP bet in the American League two or three years ago. At he was red hot. He was forty to one. I get on the air and I'm like, you can need to grab this right now, thirty or forty to one. Uh, that week he got injured with an oblique. Yeah. He missed, I think, six weeks. His numbers were better than Trout, and they were, you know, if he. Held on to that the entire year. The Astros were winning a zillion games, and he was the catalyst for it. So I thought he had a great chance. And then just it sucks. You get a great number, and all of a sudden, no, he goes out with a fluky oblique injury, and he misses that much time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I still got a pretty good price, right? It's still sitting at plus one forty-five over at DraftKings. But uh, yeah, the way that things are going, I need well, a little bit more from you, boys. Uh, this is uh, a lot. A lot of baseball left here. Oh yeah, a lot of baseball. Uh, I would say that all four teams are still. Live to win that division. Oh, would it surprise anybody if the Yankees came back to win? No, at this I mean point? it right. really, it really won't. If the Blue Jays won it. Uh, yeah, any one of these teams could still win this thing. Before. Yeah, it's um, Yankees got to add something though. Yeah, right. I mean, and it's funny. <clears throat> a talking point here with Matt over the uh, past couple of days. Now with the Nationals all of a sudden catching fire, the thought was, 
uh, the speculation was the Yankees would just go out there and, you know, it'd be rent Max Scherzer for the rest of the year. And then you could have Cole and Scherzer going at it. Mm-hmm. But now if you're the Nationals and you're within a couple of games of the Mets and you have a guy like Schwarber who's red hot, Trey Turner with a cycle on his birthday yesterday, uh, they're scoring a ton of runs, Soto obviously, among others. What do they do? Why would you not go for another run? Make try to make another run at it if you're the Nationals. Well, I think there's no question that you don't, right? It's, well, you have to. I, I mean, this series coming up is going to answer a lot of questions for you too, right? Taking on the Mets and what you're going to have to do in that regard. Well, their schedule, the National schedule for the next month is brutal. Yep. But, and that's I guess a good thing would be before the deadline. Mm-hmm. So if they actually start to slide at that point, maybe comes a juicy rumor again, you know, where, well, they're now ten back and out of it, so we're going to get rid of Scherzer here. Right. And by the way, I meant uh, the Dodgers, who they are taking on. But yeah, regardless, but, big series for them to keep pace here. Oh, it's a, Look at that schedule in July. Yep. It's absolutely brutal. For the first, I think, 16, 18 days for the Nationals, it's just it's powerhouse after powerhouse uh, at you know before and after the break. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Johnny Avello is going to join the program uh, next from DraftKings. They are booking the Olympics. They have a ton of of uh, potential bets and a huge betting menu with the Olympic uh, Games coming up at the end of this month. And also, what are they planning to do with the hot dog contest this year with Joey Chestnut? Because they can book this in, in various states. We'll ask them about that coming up next. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! (laughs) Download the Zigazoo app today. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. If you miss any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a numbers game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander or Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free. They're all available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Mitch Moss winding down today with a Jonathan Von Tobel. Uh, Matt Humans had been in the previous three days. He is on vacation uh, off to Hawaii as we speak, and uh, Johnny Avello joins us now from DraftKings. Um, I want to throw a number at you, Johnny. Uh, Humans now, this is his second trip to Hawaii in like two and a half or three months, I believe. Yeah. I think there's a, uh, you know, a romantic... Um, aspect to it. Huh? Aspect to it, right? I don't know if I w- the better half might be involved here. Do you want to? Do you want Hawaii twice in a couple of months? Could something else be brewing? Do you want to throw a number out there on humans getting engaged this trip uh, in Hawaii? Yeah. Aloha. Uh, <laughs> I'll make it. I'll make that number uh, one to one to seven. So take back five dollars. Take uh, back one to seven. That one to seven that he won't. This is good. Uh, oh, he seems pretty smitten. I think I'd take a shot on the, uh, the yes. Wow, he would love you using that word, and Matt would definitely love us talking about this right now. <laughs> right. There's, there's no question. <laughs> okay, so uh, this is uh, there's a lot going on right now, and July obviously is still super busy. Usually it's not, but coming up on Sunday, we have the annual you know, run for the mustard belt, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, and the Olympics later on this month. And I'm looking right now at the offerings that you have right now in the Olympic Games. I mean, my goodness... Uh, you have a ton up there right now. Are you guys, are you guys just going to keep adding stuff before the games get here? Yeah, we will. Uh, right now we have a f- medals, a uh, number of medals that countries will win. Uh, we have tennis up, it's soccer. B- both of those will be very popular. Uh, basketball qualifying games, some of those are up. Uh, and we'll, we'll be doing uh, all the basketball matchups, men and women, and and we'll we'll certainly add some other things that uh, we have. Never remember, this is our first Olympics, yep. so uh, mm-hmm. pretty we're pretty excited about it. And being in stretched out in as many places as we are, uh, we think there'll be some handle. When I did this in Nevada, uh, the the handle was very light, but I think because DraftKings is in so many locations, uh, I expect a better result. 
Johnny, I, I would assume that a sport like basketball, just because it's more well-known, would probably be the highest handle in terms of the events? Definitely, JVT. No question about it. That basketball, and in, no one in the winter, in, in winter Olympics, it's always hockey does the best. Sure. I like, but I mean, I'm looking right now at the, and I like how you came up with like different numbers, right? So for the U.S., as an example here, number of medals won, you posted over 110.5 minus 134. You also came up with another, uh, another number at 113.5, but if you like the over on that, it's plus 120. Like how many people do you have working on all of these Olympic bets to come up with all of the gold medal counts or number of medals overall by these different countries? We, we have a big staff that works on everything. Now, there are some guys that kind of just are isolated to this, but overall, the team is very big. I mean, we have, uh, you know, like 40 different traders in two different countries. So, uh, yeah, we have we have quite a few guys that are working on it. And I, I would expect then what you see. So no, basketball we will be number one overall, but it is your first Olympics. But again, it's coming, you know, at the end of this month when the NBA finals will be done. Stanley Cup's going to be in the bag at that point. And we're still going to be, you know, we'll have preseason football around the corner, but we're still out from the NFL and college football starting I'm guessing your overall handle for the Olympics from start to finish is going to be astronomical. Well, I don't know if I'd use that word, Mitch, okay. but uh, you know, I, I expect it to to be good. There's certainly a soft point here in the schedule, so uh, you know, we're, we're hoping that I think it's going to be good. Yeah. Um, you know, because of uh, how we stretch across the country, but uh, that astronomical is a that's a big word to throw out there okay. for the Olympics. I'll, ta- if I'll we take did that. Get- I'll take that I'll be very happy. Okay. I'll take that word back. I'll say impressive. Very good. Thank you, Mitch. Okay. Uh, I'm just curious, like, you know, like, what was there a sport that stuck out that your team had the hardest time in terms of making some of these numbers? Do we have something up Uh, on, like, surfing or sport climbing? I think they're all tough. I really do. (laughs) I mean, you only, you only, you only know so much. So, uh, you know, maybe somebody who's, actually uh you know done some work on this maybe i'll have the upper hand who knows well and really quickly johnny because some of these sports are, are judged events right so i would assume that those are somewhat challenging in terms of setting numbers for those because you can go back on data and see you know skilled people at those sports and events but at the end of the day judges were making the final calls yeah and we're trying to keep it to not the okay. judged events trying to keep it to the ones that are actually played out on the field take the human element out of it you don't want to have any uh, Roy Jones Jr. boxing right. matches in Korea take place and uh, have to grade that one out. Still one of the biggest uh, robberies in any sport in the history of uh, my, my, well, my lifetime anyway. Uh, also coming up this weekend, you guys booked this last year. Uh, I'm guessing during the pandemic, you probably saw a decent handle on this. Chestnut is making a run for his 14th overall mustard belt, and you put his uh, overall number of hot dogs at 73 and a half. But I'm here, are you going to have some, you know, people, is this going to be a popular event? Well, I think so. Um, you know, to, if you want to bet Joey alone to win this thing, you have to lay some serious juice, you know, one to 30 to so to to win it. Uh, he is just so far ahead of the competition. He's he's eaten 75 dogs. And for the most part, even if he doesn't break the record of 75, he'll be in the 70s and no other competitors even been close to that. So it's going to be a real upset for him not to eat, not to win this. Now, number of dogs eaten, 73 and a half. We have over $2, so we believe he will go over, but he won't be pushed most likely. So it's up to Joey to self-motivate himself on, you know, how many dogs he actually want to, wants to eat and does he want to break the record. Um, we also put up a mat, a couple of matchups. We put up 
Nick Weary against uh, Gideon OG, and we put up Jeffrey Esper against Breeden. So uh, to make it fun with some guys that are uh, not going to win it, but are a little below the cut. Um, and, you know, some interesting facts here is that in the women's side, uh, the Mickey Sudo, who won this thing, uh, you know, seven years in a row, she will not be competing this year. Uh, so we do we we have Michelle Lesko, one to ten favorite. Uh, all other participants are, are the you get everybody else is the dog. So uh, we you know we'll probably we may put up a few more things before it goes off. But this uh, this one it'll it'll be popular this year. I don't know if anybody's going to lay the big juice though on the two favorites. Could you parlay that if you wanted to? Yeah, you can. You could. So you could parlay Chestnut with the uh, field basically on the women's side if you wanted to. Yes, you could. Okay. Mm. All right. Thinking about something? No, I mean, could, could you could you uh, also uh, book? Will, will will we have a reversal at all? Ooh. A reversal? Yeah. Will somebody lose their lunch, so to speak? Oh, uh, no. You can't book. <laughs> <the ladies too. laughs> it's a fun talking point. I mean, I will admit. I mean, I'm fascinated by this. It's kind of a tough watch, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I'm. I don't know. I'm kind of down with it. You like it? I like it. I I, I watch it. Where are you at with it, Johnny? I mean, you like them dipping the buns in the in the water, then whacking those down after they have six dogs in their mouth? Uh, Look it's, at that picture. Cool. I don't mind watching it because I know that there's money on it, so I'd like to you know like to watch the finish. Do you remember when the Japanese guy used to eat them back in Kobayashi. the early 2000s? Kobayashi, yeah. Uh, Kobayashi. He used to kind of... To soak, take the bun and eat it, but then take the dog and just kind of stick it and let it go down into his stomach hole. So that was really difficult to watch. Ever since yeah. I've seen the sports science on like the hot dog eating contest, I've been in. What the human stomach has to do uh, to contain those? Even, let's go. You you tried this four years ago. I did. Yeah, I tried to eat seventy two hot. <laughs> well, you tried to eat what was the number seven? In seven a, in eleven minutes, and you got to like four, four and a half, four and a half. And I got to tell you again, and this is nothing against because the South Point has great hot dogs. It was just a repetitive taste. I, I couldn't do it. That's what got me. It destroyed me. I still have this poster at home, by the way. I got it framed. Oh, I'd keep that thing for sure. It's yeah, brilliant. Vicaro did a great job with this. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, how's the handle on the NBA playoffs? I'm guessing, even though we don't have some of the marquee teams in it, uh, you're seeing quite a bit of action every single day. We are. I don't think you know the the good players uh, not playing or taken away from the handle. It still is the uh, you know the finals for each conference and the NBA finals overall. So yeah, handle's been great. No complaints. This one tonight's a little bit tricky. You know, we opened up Milwaukee four. We're down to two, and you know that could that probably won't go up. But yeah, uh, but you know, it, there's always a possibility it could. Uh, the money is on Atlanta. Uh, the future bets are on Atlanta, um, so we'll see if Atlanta can, uh, with uh, Trey Young, come back and uh, you know win this this whole series. We'll see. Well, I'm guessing that you are rooting for the Bucks, right? Because you guys took twenty thousand at a hundred to one on the Hawks, and you also took uh, ten thousand at fifty to one just to win the East. Yeah, uh, we did, and we also have money on the Bucks too. So. We're not in particularly great shape on the series on this side, but we are on the other side on whoever meets the Suns. Yeah. Is uh, the Stanley Cup moving the, the needle at all? Oh, yeah. Stanley Cup's doing very well. Um, I, you know, I know hockey, you know, a lot of people talk negatively about the handle on it. Uh, ours has been really good. It's in, one, you know, one of our top three offerings every day. 
So uh, no complaints there on the hockey side. Okay. I'm guessing soccer is then in the top three as well, along with the NBA? Uh, soccer's in the top five, yes. Top five. Okay. Mm-hmm. What else is super popular that I wouldn't guess? Um... Uh, well, usually what happens is the the basketball takes a couple different offerings as well as hockey. So, in other words, the the uh, the game itself will write a lot of action and then a lot of action on some other form of the game itself. So, gotcha. I guess if we combine the basketball all together, then, uh, yeah, the, the soccer might be in the... You know, third or fourth position. All right, Johnny. Good to talk to you as always. Great job with the uh, the stuff on chestnuts and the hot dog eating contest and the Olympics as well. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Yep. Hey, John. Uh, you can get lost on their betting menu. Oh yeah. On the app, just go down. You can spend an hour just glancing at the Olympic stuff. Oh, the offerings are great. It's crazy. Uh, we've had we a good week covering the hot dog contest, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, and we're back tomorrow. Probably a little bit more on it tomorrow at seven Eastern. We'll see you then. presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com don't miss it 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.